Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You're listening to Eye on the Community. I'm Vicki Pepper. As we celebrate Pride Month, award-winning author Nadine Haruni and the latest edition of her Freed of the Frog book series, Freed of the Frog and the Two Mamas Next Door, is helping kids understand that families come in all shapes, colors, and sizes. But this isn't a book just for children with same-sex parents or for kids in the LGBTQ plus community. Author Nadine Haruni is on the line with me to tell us about Freed of the Frog. Thank you for joining me. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks so much for having me back. Nadine, tell us what first inspired you to create the character of Frida the Frog and what sparked the passion for the book series and how has your personal life inspired the topics covered by the series? Frida the Frog came about actually and it was named after my mom Frida. Not a lot of people know that. Her name is Frida. She spells it F-R-I-E-D-A. I joke around with her that she spells it wrong. <laughs> my Frida is F-R-E-E-D-A and the reason I spelled it that way was aside from the fact that it's easier to spell it's also supposed to symbolize being free for kids to be free to be themselves for families to feel free to have these conversations so that's the common thread of all my books is trying to promote tolerance kids to share their feelings not hold things back and to try to get these conversations out there so my books are meant to be conversation starters the inspiration for the series was basically these were all based on situations that I myself went through with my own kids and I figured if I was going through them there were a lot of other families who were and didn't know how to start these conversations. So it's basically following along a frog family as they either go through various things or real life stuff so to speak or as they encounter different types of families and it's reminding kids that just like no two frogs are the same, no two families are the same. And so we meet the characters in the first book, Free of the Frog Gets a Divorce, which I was inspired to try to get published when I went through my own divorce and my children were really young and I didn't really know how to start the conversation with them in a way that wasn't scary because I try to, in a lighthearted way, talk about some serious stuff. So that's what the impetus was for the first book. And then as I went through various stages of situations with my own family, that's what inspired me to write it and put the books out there. So. In the second book, Freedom Meets a Blue Frog, I have my own blue frog, (laughs) and um, we became a blended family. So it's talking about blended families and diversity, 
and not judging somebody by the outside of their skin color or what they believe in or what their religion is. And then the third book, Frida the Frog is on the Move, was inspired by my moving with my kids from Manhattan to the suburbs. And they had to change schools and it was a lot of changes going on. So it's just reminding kids that change doesn't have to be so scary after all. And then the fourth book, Frida the Frog says farewell to her fish. That book was inspired by my grandma Helen passing away. And my kids were young and they had never encountered feelings surrounding death of somebody that they were close with. So it's helping kids just open up and talk about their feelings with the death of a pet or death of a family member or a friend and just how to address how they feel. And then this last book, Free to the Frog and the Two Mamas Next Door, which I wrote for Pride Month, that was the first book. I'm, I'm planning to write many other books that don't necessarily have to do with my own family, but they're just important topics, I feel, to get out there. So this was the first book I wrote just because I felt it was very important for the LGBTQ community to be recognized and for kids to understand that there's all different forms of families and parenting. So that's what inspired this book. However, in the course of writing it, it just so happened that one of my five kids ended up coming out. So, mm-hmm. so it was actually it did become relevant, even though I didn't think it would be on a personal uh-huh. level. So yeah, this book was very important to me to get out for Pride Month. How does the series help children of all backgrounds and maybe even ages learn to love and understand one another? The books were geared for all ages. I mean, officially young elementary school kids and pre-K, but it's younger kids enjoy the pictures. They're very bright colors and stuff like that. The older kids might resonate more with the message. So I've even had middle school kids write to me that the books help them. The books are just reminding kids of a lot of, I try to reinforce a lot of positive messages throughout all the books. In the most recent book, Frida the Frog and the Two Mamas Next Door, Frida is talking to the tadpoles because they've never encountered a friend with two moms before, like in this book. And she reminds them that there can be different types of families, such as single moms, single dads, two moms, two dads, a mom and a dad, many different types, but all you need is love. So just trying to remind the kids, even in the first book where the parents split up, they have two separate homes, but they're loved by both parents. And the second book where we're talking about diversity and blending families, again, the same kind of common theme, which is reminding kids that you shouldn't have negative perceptions or feelings about one another just by virtue of what they appear to be on the outside or what their religion or beliefs are, and also trying to combat some of the negative stereotypes they might either hear, let's say, on the news or maybe some some kids, unfortunately, at home, because the kids are very impressionable at this young age, so that's why I'm trying to reach them. What makes a family a family? In my opinion, I think every family has their own definition. I mean, there's really, there isn't one answer to that. In my opinion, there should be love, there should be respect, there should be caring for one another, but there's all sorts of types of families out there. I mean, there's families where, aside from same-sex families or single-parenting families or mom and dad or other many different forms of relationships and families that there can be out there, people have different definitions. I mean, there's even some families where parents have gotten divorced and the two families will do things together. Each parent is remarried and they consider themselves one big family. There's some kids that live with their grandparents. There's some kids that have other extended family members in their house. So I think everybody's definition is really different. Why are you committed to helping kids in all kinds of families recognize the importance of inclusivity and empathy? Because I know that, again, a lot of this has started, the impetus was from a personal situation, but I wanted my kids to feel that way. And I just felt like some of the books are writing about, let's say, 
kids that situations where there might not be other kids that have families that look like theirs. I didn't want these kids to feel self-conscious. I felt it was just a very important message because there's so much racism, bigotry, hatred in the world that's going on. And I just felt that these are the things I wanted to teach my own kids to not have any of those kind of negative feelings or stereotypes or feelings about somebody. And if we could get other kids and families to have these open conversations and just address these things, it just would make for, I think, nicer community. It would make kids more aware. And I just think it would just make them more well-rounded to know about the fact that their world outside of their own immediate world. I'm speaking with Nadine Haruni, author of the Frida the Frog book series. Beyond helping kids and parents deal with the challenging real-life situations, how can Frida the Frog be used by teachers and school counselors as well? So these books, all of the books are meant to be tools to open up a conversation and really to start the conversation, not end here. And I, a lot of the times kids don't even realize that there's a hidden message woven throughout the book. So these books, if some parents or teachers might feel uncomfortable bringing these topics up, these books are great ways to sort of open up a discussion. I mean, I have it all my books except for the first one. I have discussion, sample discussion questions at the end and a couple of cute games and stuff like that. But they're meant to just sort of make kids not feel so either doom and gloom if it happens to be a particular issue or situation that they're going through and just encourage an open conversation, which... So it's really meant to give parents and teachers and psychologists sort of a little impetus or tool to get the conversation going with these kids. Do you think that by introducing these topics at such a young age that that helps normalize the conversation later in life? Yes, exactly. That, that's exactly what the goal is because there are certain things that were once taboo which aren't anymore or they shouldn't be or people feel uncomfortable about it. And I just I want kids to feel that they can, should be able to communicate with their parents and their teachers and just get it all out there. I mean, these are real life things. There's real life different types of families. I'm going to be talking about other things in future books like disabilities, special needs kids, adoption, parent going back to work. I mean, these are just all real life things that kids go through and they don't know how to get their feelings out. So these are conversations that really need to be had. Would you like to see Frida the Frog in like an animated web or TV series at some point? Absolutely. (laughs) Do you know anyone? (laughs) (laughs) I actually, if you go to my, it's, and everything on, on my series is all one word, Frida the Frog, F-R-E-E-D-A, the frog. So on my Frida the Frog YouTube page, you can see I have, oh, I have a bunch of story time videos for teachers or parents can use. I also forgot to mention before when we were talking about teachers that the books are all leveled by the schools, and I do have some lesson plans on the website. But on my YouTube page, I have some one-minute videos, one for the whole series, and I have one for this last book, Free to the Frog and the Two Mamas Next Door. So they're one-minute cart- animated trailers, but that gives you kind of an insight as to hopefully what the future animated series will look like. What's your ultimate goal for Free to the Frog? Well, world domination by frogs, right? <laughs> <laughs> but aside from world domination, she would like to be really an emblem for kids of being free to be who they are and just all different sorts of pos- a positive role models. So I'm hoping that there'll be free to the frog backpacks and cartoons and maybe a movie, but lots of, Frida's hope has big dreams, let's say. (laughs) (laughs) And how can people get the Frida the Frog book series? And is there a discount for buying the complete series? Yes, I have all the links directly on my website, and that's FridaTheFrog.com, F-R-E-E-D-A, TheFrog.com. Those links go to the publisher's page that does bulk discounts, either bulk discounts if, if, 
stores or places want to, or schools want to buy it on a mass level, they can contact them for bulk discounts, but also they, the more books you buy, the cheaper it is. And social media, Free to the Frog, I often will post Facebook or Instagram if I'm having other specials as well. And is there anything else you want us to know? No, I just want to thank everybody for their support and just keep feeling free to tag me and all your great pictures of your kids enjoying the books. And if you have any great ideas, you can DM me. I'm always happy to repost kids and, and families enjoying my free to book. So thank you for having me on and thank you all for the support. I've been speaking with Nadine Haruni, author of the Free to the Frog book series. Nadine, it is always a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Vicki. Likewise. Take care. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.